Welcome to Aussie Ambitions Podcast, where we meet with everyday Aussies that are pushing ahead with their goals and ambitions in life. Join your host, Scott Robert Springer, to explore the future of entrepreneurship, work-life balance, and reaching beyond your comfort zone. So stay tuned for some tips on living life the Aussie way. All right, welcome to the Aussie Ambitions Podcast. We've got a guest today, and I'm very appreciative that she could drop by to the studio. Uh, her name's Maria Boliopoulos. Welcome, Maria. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm really good. Happy to be here. Awesome. So, yeah, we, um, we're really interested to get in touch with someone who's basically local to the Gold Coast and uh, familiar with some of the uh, platforms that people are using, Instagram, TikTok. You know, Snapchat, this kind of thing, as well as someone that's maybe coming through a life stage where uh, they've grown up and they're starting something new, and it's you're starting school in a month. You yeah, know? yeah, starting uni in, in a month. Excellent, sounds good. Well, we'll definitely touch on some of those things. Um, if you could just tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm 19. Um, my parents are well, my dad's Greek and my mum's Kiwi. Both moved over to Australia. Um, have four older siblings and. Yeah, just about to start uni. And I actually, yeah, I come from a small country town in New South Wales. All right. So obviously we're here on the Gold Coast now. Like how far away from the Gold Coast is where you grew up? Uh, it's about six, six and a half hours. Six and a half with me driving. <laughs> okay. Um, and that's obviously people are picturing the map of Australia. Yeah. A lot of it's coastal, people mm -hmm. living near the beach. But like are you, is that more... Describe what that is. Is it so? It's northwest New South Wales, so inland, very far, uh, very far inland. <laughs> okay, so no, no beach. No, very, uh -huh. very opposite. It's just uh, flat plains sort of place, no hills either. So. <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so do you consider yourself, um, I guess, like country, country origin, or are you more like becoming more city now that you're here? Well, I grew up in the country, and I think that's always quite close to my heart, but. No, definitely. I felt like I've always been a city girl from, from day one. And then moving here, it was just, yeah, it felt awesome. Just felt like it was meant to be. So Okay. Well, this will be cool because um, obviously the theme that we're working on here is ambitions and yeah. the Australian perspective on it. A lot of the listeners being from overseas and just kind of getting a feel. But um, just to paint the picture, like what, what would a daily, a day in the life of Maria been like on the farm? So, yeah, I grew up on the, on the property. Um, from I was about seven and then yeah we moved into town and then dad had another property out of town so he he commuted um but yeah it was growing up on the farm it was just no technology no electricity um we had a generator if we wanted to watch cartoons in the morning one of my older siblings would go turn on the generator and we'd watch cartoons and and I think that is quite different from from a lot of people like a lot of people's childhoods like it, for my age anyway I think that's um, quite different. But. Wow, totally. And so would you have had like neighbours uh, with a similar setup? Uh, no, the closest neighbours were kilometres, kilometres away. Yeah, quite like quite a bit of a bit of a drive to get to the nearest person. But yeah. Wow. Um, and then so just the idea of the farm itself, is it sort of like a self-sustaining, you farm things that you can then feed off of, like eggs uh, from chickens um, and so on? Yeah, so... Dad farms crops, and then also we had a bit of a goat farm as well back in back in the day, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Goats, they sound cute. Yeah, they are a bit. <laughs> um, now we're having a bit of a laugh earlier, but uh, about what that's like and and everything. But what um, like in general though is life self sustaining? Is it all pretty easy? Even though 
you can see you can look back now and say okay well that was different than how other people grew up but did yeah. you know it at the time that that was no no different? and I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for the world like I grew up without yeah without technology and I, I wouldn't change it I definitely think that's awesome like did you learn any other skills like I'm just thinking I don't know like light, lighting a fire like I'm just thinking really primitive. I don't want to stereotype, but um, <laughs> did you learn actually skills that you might not have learned otherwise? Well, just not necessarily skills because I was quite I was quite young. But just being outdoors every day, you just wake up, you'd go for a bike ride, or I don't know, hang out with your siblings. Like it was, yeah, it was good. Like playing the mud, literally, it was just like that every day. So yeah, yeah. totally. And when it rained, um, we couldn't get into school because um, it would flood. So it was awesome when it rained. <laughs> Yeah, wild. Actually, people would be curious about the maybe the danger side of things. Like, obviously, it's not it's not an out not the outback by any means, but any wildlife you need to watch out for. Oh, snakes! Yeah, brown snakes, black snakes. Um, I don't want to go near those. <laughs> Spiders. Oh, there's actually when I was little, I had this massive wolf spider like underneath um, my shirt, and I was like, oh, something's itching me. And then <laughs> my sister's just like, oh my goodness! <laughs> so she got the stick and flicked it away. But yeah, it was pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, did you ever get bitten? No, actually, I was, I was lucky enough to, to avoid that, but I right. remember that story quite well. <laughs> yeah, so that, that definitely paints the picture, I think, mm. of uh, a bit of the wild countryside and then, um, and then the move. And then so between the two, um, like your family's still there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my family's still there. My siblings built their businesses and all that sort of thing in the country and they're happy there. Oh, excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, that there might be something to, to chat about there in terms of what, how, where this amb ambition comes from. So yeah. Sounds like they've built their own businesses, and then you're obviously here doing your own thing. So, um, yeah, maybe just walk us through that. Where does this all? Do you feel like you're pursuing your own journey, or is this like a family? Uh, everyone's. It all comes from perhaps uh, generations. Yeah. So I'm I'm the only one who wanted to go to uni. Um, yeah, definitely the only one out of my siblings that wanted to go. They you know, took a different career path and very successful in their own respect. But yeah, I just wanted something a little bit different. And yeah, uni was uni was for me. So okay. I went to a school where they, they pushed that. So yeah, it was, the, it was a really good opportunity to go and got the marks and yeah, headed off. So <laughs> Nice work. Uh, and then are there other role models that you would, uh, like other other people's shoes that you can follow into in terms of maybe someone's older that's done the uni thing already or um, or do you feel like you're just going through this on your own? Um, well, both my parents, they they didn't they didn't go to uni, but when I look at hard work and, you know, when I aspire to be like people, I see my parents and I'm like, wow, you know, they've done, they've done so much. They've both moved from different countries, didn't know anyone, started a life here and, yeah, they're amazing. And when, when, I, when I look at success, I'm like, wow, it's pretty cool people so I don't tell them that enough but I'm sure if they listen to this they'll be like oh <laughs> oh I think it's worth mentioning for sure so even so the idea of Australia you get you get people that can arrive here from different countries it was mm. it Greece yeah so father's? dad's from small village in Greece and yeah mum's a Kiwi from Dunedin so okay and even then um you mentioned like farming mm -hmm. and maybe even goat goats and yeah, other animals um is that something that he did prior and he's brought that to Australia yeah so he grew up on a little property and always farmed for his family and they sort of just lived off the land that's that's um what they lived for back then and yeah okay so he definitely brought that over and he had those skills already so um mum and dad actually met in Melbourne and then dad said look no I, I want to have a property like this is my dream this is what I want to do so they sold their house in Melbourne bought a 
bought a property out in the middle of quite literally nowhere and started their life again. So, Oh, that's interesting. So it would have been city first, then pursuing the goal of, you know, sort of that country um, self-sustaining and like all that. And then your mum uh, from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know much about that side of the family? Yeah, yeah. So uh, her side of the family is like a, from an English, um, just like an English origin. Um, but yeah, they're, now they're Kiwis and I have a lot of family over there and a lot of family in Greece. Not not, not much family in, in Australia though, but um, yeah. Okay, right. Um, so it sounds like a fairly big family. Right. Yeah. As as a whole, as when a I look whole. at everyone, it's yeah, it's quite it's quite big. <laughs> okay. I know a little bit about Greek culture, and I think there's like the, you know, obviously pop culture, mm-hmm. big Greek wedding, and some movies yeah. about like that. Is it? Um, do you consider yourself? Do you identify with a particular culture? Um, it's 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 funny you say that. Like when I'm in Greece, because I've I've travelled to Greece. When I'm in Greece, I consider myself Australian. But when I'm in Australia, I consider myself to be a bit more Greek. Um, yeah, spicy white. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> That's, I guess there's no way, really other way to put it, I guess. Yeah, spicy white. <laughs> I mean, that's, there's a lot, of, a lot of good things and a lot of cultural um, uh, highlights with that. So you got definitely Greek food. Like, did you eat a lot of Greek food growing up? Um, yeah, a little bit. Um, as, I, as I got older, my sisters actually um, cooked quite a bit of Greek food. So, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, oh. And but, yeah. uh, how about yourself? Have you picked up some of those skills? Uh, not yet. Honestly, I've got, I've got a long way to go. I think one day I'll, I'll pick it up, but yeah, I've never really, I've never really um, had to cook, I guess, a lot. Because um, yeah, I was at the, I was at a school where they cooked for me, and then all of a sudden now I've moved out and cooking for myself. So I'm just starting out with the whole, with the whole cooking thing. But I'm sure, I'll, I'm sure I'll pick it up. Yeah, nice, um, cool. Well, that definitely helps bring us in the direction of maybe what you've been up to. Yeah. So you, you grew up there. You. Um, you're heading into university now, mm-hmm. and then, but between those two things, is there um, is there a high school? Is that where you've finished up before going to uni? Yeah, university? so in 2019, I finished up at um, my high school, and yeah, did my gap year in 2020. Um, that was yeah during COVID as well. I was lucky enough to still have um, one of my jobs, so yeah. Okay, um, just just to spell that out for people that might not be aware, but gap year is a term. It's probably used in a global sense, but in Australia generally like a full year. Mm-hmm. It's the norm where people don't jump right into it. Uh, mm-hmm. They take a year to do things. What? Um, how do you see a gap year? Is it is it for pleasure or is it for like hard work? or? For me personally, I, I wanted the money. I wanted to save. I wanted to have a bit of experience before I went off to uni. And I really wanted to be like, you know, is uni the right thing for me? And taking that year off post-school, I, I think it was good for me to decide at the end, you know, this is still what I want to do and it's not going to be a waste of money or a waste of time for me. So, yeah. Okay. So just a, like a part-time job uh, you'd pick up. Is that Was that here? Did you have to relocate to do that or was this still like living at home to during, do the gap year? During my gap year? Yeah. Yeah. So I had a full-time job and then um, after COVID sort of slowed down, I got a nighttime job as well. Um, yeah. And then did a little bit of nannying as well for the third stream of income. But um, yeah, that's... That's what I did. Okay. Well, I, I sense a bit of, uh, quite a bit of hustle there. Like you're obviously taking it full on. Um, do you sense like you've got an internal drive for it or is it just out of necessity? Like you need to save up X amount of dollars? What's what's the driving force there? Um, I just want, I do want a lot one day. I, I do want a lot one day. And I think it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're doing something. Um, well, that's what my dad always says, you know, and I, I take that and I take that to heart and I'm like, that's, yeah, that's really true. Um, yeah, just working towards something, you know, having that, having that goal at the end 
at the end of the day. Yep. And for me, you know, that is working, that is saving, that's being independent. Okay, cool. Um, I can see that you're definitely setting it up and doing your own path here, but then there's definitely different family members. So you've got your, your mom and your dad and your brothers as well. So mm -hmm. is it all brothers? Uh, no. So I have two sisters yeah. um, and two brothers and okay. then I'm the, I'm the last one. The last one. <laughs> uh, do you feel like there's a sense of uh, like a family unit where everybody's working towards a common goal or is it mostly just um, maybe from your mom and dad's perspective, have they set the kids free to go explore their own paths? Yeah. So mom and dad raised us all to be independent. And I think that that's the that's the single best job that you can do as a parent, really, like raise your kids so they, they don't need you anymore. And that's that's what they've done. And yeah, everyone's from a young age really was super independent. And yeah. Okay. Um, well, I appreciate you sharing that perspective. And uh, some of the things we, we were looking to get insights on were, you know, how are people self-starting these days? Or what are people pursuing? Some mm -hmm. people, um, do you feel like everyone in your peer group is going on the same path? Like, people taking the gap year and then going into university or are there some that are totally not doing that and doing other things? Yeah, there's a few people that are taking a couple of gap years and sort of still figuring out what they want to do and a lot of the time though it is it is studying and, and working and a lot of my friends are doing that. Okay. Is there, um, uh, is there a lifestyle thing where like obviously it's a nice place to live here. Mm. Do you think that is it contradictory in the sense that like this life is so good that people don't necessarily want to um, work hard and like rather play than work? Or do you feel like people generally have the balance? Um, at the Gold Coast, I, I definitely think online it looks like, you know, everyone's living the life. But I'm sure I'm sure they're hustling just underneath that. You just don't see it. But No. Yeah. I, I think there'll be things that drive that, like uh, cost of living and so on. Like mm. you, you're saving for... So is it the tuition that costs money or is it the... Um, we're quite lucky in Australia. We have the HEX, uh, HEX debt. So like that gets paid off over time um, once you earn a certain amount. But just in general, yeah, having having money to having money to live, having money to do things and to one day to have a house, like that. that's also another goal of mine and you need money for that. So you need a house deposit in. Totally. So it'd be like rent, food, just like yeah, yeah. just to support yourself. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Um, and so just on the university front, so is that you're heading into that? Do you feel like prepared for that? Is it a bit uh, a bit of the unknown, or do you it know what you're going into? Definitely is a bit unknown. Like I know the electives that I've chosen, but there's only so much you can read about it. You've got to actually just jump in and and do it. But yeah, there is that aspect of it. Yeah, it is unknown. I've never never done it before. So all right. Um, and is it? Do you feel like students are already networking? Like, can you figure out who's in your in your these are big classes, right? Like it would be hundreds yeah. and hundreds of students. Yeah, I think so. I have, I still don't know yet. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm I'm sure I'm sure it's going to be quite big, quite different to home. So very cool. Well, that's a fun thing for us to hear. I mean, again, listeners in would know. You could probably think, well, what was it like when they started college or or university or mm -hmm. or even a first job too, right? Um, can you think, what was the first job that you ever had? Can you think about? Oh, this is embarrassing for me for someone that I feel like I like hard work now, but. I was 15 and I worked at KFC for three weeks and I, <laughs> and I couldn't do it, so I quit. But <laughs> I think my attitude's changed quite a bit since then, though. Wow, 15, that's very early, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think, is there a legal, like, minimum? Uh, 15, yeah. So you can be at that At that um, workplace, yeah, you have to be 15. Okay. And when can you start driving? Um, 16, you get your learner's permit and then 
17, you can get your um, provisional one, and then 18, provisional two, and then two years, then you get your full license. But nice. All right. That's that's good. That Those are all, I'm sure, important things in order. Did you go along with that? Did you get it as soon as you could? Um, you have your license now? No. So, because I was away at school, I didn't really get that much driving experience. So, I had it a year later than, than everyone else, but it worked out the same in the end, really, like. That's still pretty early. I've heard of some some people like I've spent about ten years in Sydney before moving here, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of people who you know in their thirties even hadn't got their license. Yeah, I thought it was a bit odd. So like city versus country. So maybe country you get. Um, oh, it's more accessible in the country, really. Like the, the driving test is so much easier than in the city. Like you, it's one roundabout at home. It's, it's not very hard. So that's yeah. great. So you passed the first time. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Too easy. Um, yeah, very fun. Well. Yeah, some of the, again, the hustle side of things, it's just fun to see what people, how people can be self-made uh, or if they're doing something in the main the main part of their day, like going to school, could there be other things they could pursue that'll add on to it? So I was interested to get your perspective on like um, maybe social media. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have aspirations to at least explore it, to say like, can you make, instead of working a part-time job at KFC, yeah, could you build an income through Instagram? I definitely think like streams of income, like social media, that's 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 awesome. Like that's a great stream of income for a lot of people um, if you're willing to put the time and effort into it. Um, so just advertising for, for brands, you know, sometimes it's a win-win. Like, you know, you get free products, they get free advertising. It's just, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, so that would be something we could just touch on a little bit. So you're going into doing a business degree, right? Yeah. Um, so part of that will be marketing, uh, which is, that's something I'm most familiar with. And I'm quite fascinated by the the matching up of brands and sponsors and people that have money. Yeah. And then the influencers um, that essentially are getting product and a little bit of money, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you have any experience with any of that? Like whether, um, because you have an Instagram mm-hmm. account, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah what, what's your experience been like using Instagram? Um, I definitely think that I've had, I've had a few brands sort of reach out to me, um, free products in exchange for advertising, um, on a very low key scale, of course. But then again, there's the other side of it. It's, it's the illegit- illegitimate side of it where it's like, well, a lot of the time it's just a bit of a waste of, yeah, waste of your time. Um, bit of a scam sort of thing. Uh, a lot of those okay. you sort of have to just, yeah, be careful what you what you invest your time into. Okay, I'm picturing, so you, it's a public profile, like yeah. most people would have a yeah. public profile. And um, I mean, the start of it is people are using it just for a bit of like photography and just, just putting up cool images for yourself, right? Yeah. Um, does it go through a point where people, do you think, w- realize that, oh, okay, I could actually, if I post more photos about travel, for example, maybe like, maybe that y- you could gain income for that? Do you think people steer their content in that way or is it just kind of um, exploring different things and, and see how it goes? Well, it depends what you want really. For me, it's just an explore and to see, yeah, see what happens. It's it's not a career path for me personally but, um, yeah, I mean if my following all of a sudden took off then, then yeah, my life might go in a different direction. But Okay, cool. I think we, we like to follow some of the success stories about who gets big uh, in terms of overseas Exposure, mm-hmm. so you, and it's an Australian person, and also some of the brands that that are actually doing big things. So there's a the there's a teeth whitening uh, company. We can include the links, but there was a story basically about how they are Australian, 
and they started up and they've got essentially the big names. So it'd be like Kylie Jenner and, yeah. um, and the Kardashians and so on. They've got different celebrity level status and that's pretty significant. It's part of their marketing formula. So um, yeah, over time, I think on the podcast, we'll basically explore that a little bit further in terms of what were the early decisions that they made. But um, just on the, the communication flow about how people communicate. So being uh, on Instagram, you've People can write into you. They can DM. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, if you look at the male versus female perspective on it, um, males may not totally understand the amount yeah. of messages you get. But would you say it's a daily thing? Like, do you get DMs regularly? Yeah, pretty, pretty frequently. I'd say a few messages a day at least. Um, just random, sort of weird things coming through. You just never know what you're going to get, really. Um, and I, I don't even have that big of a following so I can't even imagine now the people that have thousands that would be that'd be crazy so. okay so there's no way to necessarily filter it it's just like one if you're inbox on, yeah if you're on open then you pretty much you can yeah you're inviting anyone to anyone to message you so okay and then some of those could be legitimate business opportunities yeah yeah definitely there's been a couple of things that I've I've considered and I've done um but yeah a lot of it's not though a lot of it's definitely um a bit fake, yeah. Okay. Uh, would it be... I've seen product tags. So mm -hmm. if you look at Instagram profiles, there'd be like a mention of a certain swimwear brand or so on. Is is that... Are they offering generally free product? Is no, that the approach? So if, if it's a product tag, that's usually just for self-exposure, really. If I if I were to tag like a, a brand of swimmers I was wearing, um, it would more so be... It's, yeah, it's exposure. So if someone was on that account, then they can find my account. Um, yeah, that sort of thing. It's an easier way to, oh, that's to stay connected. And ah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad that you shared that, actually, so that that can be a little tactic. If people mm -hmm. want to start networking or at least build your following. Yeah. Um, hashtags is pretty much, I mean, obviously, there's putting good content, and then hopefully it's a little bit viral, I guess. I just think hashtags is a very obvious way to do it. Um, I just, yeah, prefer to keep it a bit more subtle um, for me. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, and that's great. So we've got Instagram, which is still powerful. I feel like it's obviously the shift is there. There's new platforms that come up. Um, some are a little bit more fun. They got TikToks a bit, um, a bit controversial in the last year or so about how quickly that came in. And yeah. I think it's owned by the Chinese government. Oh, yeah. Owned by the, someone in China owns it. And bit then, of a conspiracy, isn't it? And then in terms of what happens. But um, but it's fun and, and you can use music. Uh, somehow they've done it where you can use the music and there's no copyright issues or anything. Yeah, so yeah. it makes it easy. I think that's the thing. Um, are you using, do you like to play around with any of that stuff? Yeah. So I've played around with TikTok a little bit, made a few, made a few videos, but yeah, nothing, nothing too serious. I, I definitely just like to watch it and enjoy the content that people have made and yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that's a good point for people that you don't obviously have to be a creator mm. um, and you'll, also you don't feel like you have to consume a lot of this stuff too. Yeah. Um, do you find it takes up a lot of your day or do you oh, spend a lot of time? Yeah, definitely. Like I don't have a crazy amount of free time but um, when I do it's 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 on my phone which is, which is a bit sad just looking at my screen time but yeah. All right. Definitely takes up and I'm sure that's the same for a lot of people really. It's just just in front of you all the time so yeah um nice well you mentioned takes up your time it'd be interesting for people to know a little bit about how you or how a typical australian might spend their day mm -hmm. um so 19 years old yeah. getting ready for uni um what what does a week look like what's a typical day like at the moment uh so usually pretty early starts i wake up quite early either go to work or if not i go to the gym um 
walks, beach walking on my days off, that sort of thing, going for swims. Lucky enough to have like a pool and a spa where I live, so that's awesome. Um, yeah, like quite active. Um, but yeah, if I'm not working, then that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think we've definitely seen the hard work and maybe where it comes from, mm-hmm. you know, through the family and so on. Maybe to stretch that out a little bit. Um, do you do you ever think about what you want to do long term, or you know, just on the topic of ambition, like? Yeah. Where you might want to go? Um, I couldn't sit here and say I have this specific sort of career job, like career goal, sorry, like I have this exact very niche job that I want at the end of it. Like I'm happy to take opportunities as they come. And, yeah, I definitely want a traditional career though. Um, yeah, working for a company, working for a business. Um, that's that's the that's the dream really. Okay, very cool. Uh, what about um, – do you think travel comes into it at all? Like you've done a little bit of travel already, yeah, right? Yeah, I've been – really lucky um to travel a little bit around Europe with my parents that's been awesome uh one day I'd love to go back um just if COVID permits really like (laughs) that's great um any countries in like uh so you got Europe uh have you been to North America yet no so I haven't actually been to America at all so I, I would like to go there one day but I'd love to go back to Europe it's just something about it it's just yeah it's awesome there that's excellent. Beautiful. Well, I appreciate you sharing your perspective on that. It's uh, been really great to have you and we'd love to have you back anytime just to check in and see how things are going. Yeah, perfect. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Thanks, Maria. Thank you again. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Aussie Ambitions podcast. We appreciate your support and welcome your input. So if there is a topic that you would like to see covered, please let us know via our website, aussieambitions.com or any of our social media accounts. And please subscribe to receive all of our updates. We hope that you picked up some helpful tips helping you to get to where you want to go. And if you've got a story to tell and are able to come for a visit, definitely get in touch.